Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Thank you for your patience. I've been on the road. It has been fantastic. I am so glad to be back with you today on my regular podcast. Uh, we are rolling out the syndication aspect of my show as well, uh, which you can see my radio face on Red Voice Media uh, daily, Monday through Friday. And so that will be a separate broadcast from this for right now. So you guys are probably going to get a little bit juicier uh, information. Uh, details, details, the devil is in the details. But actually, God is in the details. So uh, at least for my show's purposes. But we do highlight both. We highlight both. Thank you very much. So I am sitting in Richmond, Virginia. I just traveled from Georgia to Tennessee. Uh, the backwater Tennessee. <laughs> I love Tennessee and I love the people of Tennessee and I love Virginia. Oh my gosh. If you guys have not been out on the road, you are missing out, honey. That's all I can tell you. You have got to get in your cars and travel and see people and touch people and smile at people and be kind to people, open doors for people, buy people's meals in front of you, behind you, in front of you, uh, behind you, all of that. Just be kind. We just made it through the Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever, uh, brouhaha yesterday. I, you know, a friend of mine, Stu Peters, who was also syndicated on Red Voice Media, uh, did a fan, well, I don't know that he ever released it, to be quite honest with you. I need to ask him, but my gosh, he did an amazing expose, at least in conversation with me, about all of the real shenanigans that occurred around this case, that it's so much bigger than the United States even. It's so much bigger than race or uh, being on the neck of someone. I mean, y'all got to know you are being manipulated to hell and back. You have to know that. You're smarter than your average fifth grader. You have to know that. So there are geopolitical bad actors at work here. I mean, think about who the AG of Minnesota is. I mean, I could stop right there, and I will actually. But I'm going to bring Stu on. I'm going to bring Stu on my show. He brings me on his quite regularly. Every Monday, actually, except for I missed this Monday because I was traveling. Mondays with Monica. So we're going to have, I don't know, it won't be Saturdays with Stu because he spends time with his babies. He spends time with his family on the weekend, which is amazing. I encourage all of you to do the same. At least take a few days off the week to make memories, to smile, to hug, to laugh, to cry, kiss boo-boos, you know, plan be grateful. Glorify God in your downtime. I mean, it's a command to rest, by the way. It wasn't a suggestion on the seventh day, right? It's a holy Sabbath. It's a holy day of rest. I mean, if God's going to rest, but we're like, oh no, I'm too important. <laughs> My calling's too important to rest. I've got too many battles. I got to conquer the world. Really? We'll get in line. So, and someone's already done that for us, by the way. Coincidentally, a man by the name of Jesus has already done that for us. So 
I'm going to bring Stu on to talk about the fantastical, holy crapness of what really went down with regard to the Floyd case. It's a travesty. It, it is an absolute travesty what's happened to the nation and all of the narratives that will go on for generations around this guy. I mean, $27 million, where do you guys think that came from? Taxpayers? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, guilty on all charges. I mean, be prepared for the appeal, but I'm just grateful that our that our cities didn't burn last evening. I woke up yesterday praying specifically against that, that that would not be um, our plight, that we would not suffer through that again. And I was grateful to see that that was not the case. Now, that's not to say that upon appeal, something entirely different will happen, but I also believe at that point in time that the nation will be in a different place, I hope, calling upon the church leaders to rise up to speak out against this Black Lives Matter craziness, and particularly black pastoral leadership. I mean, it's not as if we don't have a voice as white people, but, you know, I interviewed someone today who you're not going to want to miss. Her name is Tina Ramirez. Ramirez. She's a beautiful young lady from the 7th Congressional District of Virginia. I will have her interview up for you guys this week. Uh, She's brilliant, travels the globe with her work. She's also been responsible for crafting legislation that has uh, proliferated the cause of human rights. See, when I say that, that's like a trigger word for some of you. You're like, oh gosh, that's the left. She's like a snowflake unicorn chick. Nope, not at all, actually. Not at all. She's brilliant and understands that our constitutional rights are a matter of human rights. Without them, our dignity is gone. Without due process and without justice, your dignity is gone. And she gave a staggering statistic in the interview about how many countries, the percentage of countries around the globe that do not enjoy the basic liberty of basic human rights as it relates to your freedom of religion. We are literally like the spoiled children of the world whenever it comes to um, the human right to believe according to your own conscience. The right of conscience to exercise your faith conscience. We are positively, we are the stunted ones on the short spiritual bus. And I say that with as much love as I can muster uh, and mercy about the subject because it is mind-blowing that this young woman travels the globe and and comes face-to-face with members of society in Iraq, um, Iran, places where ISIS, I mean, ex- former uh, ISIS leadership members maybe not leadership, members of ISIS who believed wholeheartedly in that theology. Some of you call it an ideology or a political stance. I do not. It has been hijacked and uh, Islam has been hijacked in, into forming um, 
political, socio-political ideologies, yes, but but ISIS is a theology. ISIS is no different from Black Lives Matter. It's a god. It's a theology. It is a form of worship. And that's from where I sit as a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm an ordained minister. And so from where I sit, it is a dogma. It is a theology. And, and when things are theological in nature, people feel beholden to something greater than themselves. And if they've been taught that they are dirt, that their value and their worth is nothing without this particular faction in place, this other God, this, this, this fake fraudulent kingdom of death, whether it's Black Lives Matter, Antifa, ISIS, or MS-13, or Crips, or Bloods, or any other nation, the LGBT corporate community, your chambers of commerce, some of your local militias, I mean, the KKK, right? They're all the same. They're all the same. They foster and feed. They foster ignorance. They foster fear. It's not, it's not, it's not hatred. It's fear. It's also covetousness. It's pride. It's all of that, if you think about it, avarice. It's all the goodies that come with our fallen nature. So whenever it comes to dignity and reestablishing the dignity of someone or establishing it for the first time, Ms. Ramirez has extensive experience in that department, and she's she is just a mind-blowing young woman. Um, she is going to run again here in the 7th Congressional District in Virginia, and by all accounts, I, I cannot imagine why she would not take that seat and run with it. She is exactly who we need in Congress. If you don't understand your basic human right to your freedom of religion, because from that place comes all of the other issues, such as health care, education, all of it, your vote, for God's sakes, you're not going to value your vote to the extent that you should. You should, as a matter of critical infrastructure in this country. So we are way behind because we live in this la-la land over here of just, you know, freedom rings. Like I said, you know, all of our years of uh, 4th of July parades and American pride. I mean, we had to have known that was not the mantra to go. That was not the tagline that we should have gone with. (laughs) Sorry. It should be American gratitude, in my humble opinion. I mean, you you can never lose with a heart of gratitude toward freedom. Nothing. Because gratitude is it is is a form of ingratiating, right? You're ingratiated to whom? Even if it's to the people who have died. To secure your liberty, uh, you could take it one step further and go back to the genesis of this country in terms of, or, or genesis of civilization. How about the author of liberty? I mean, there's a reason we're a city on the hill as a nation 
it's not because we're so wonderful and perfect. It's because we were chosen to be in this dispensation, in this time period of, of, of spiritual time existence. This country was chosen to be here for a purpose and for a reason. And oh my gosh, have we just trampled all over it. So Ms. Ramirez single-handedly altered my mindset about the prioritization that we need to be looking at. I, I've said it, and my tour is effectively God first, America always. So I've I've stuck with that. But but she brought it down to a granular level for me that I believe she will do for you as well. I really look forward to you tuning into that. Um, she's going to connect some dots for you and also give you hope that there are people out here running for Congress who want to occupy the territory uh, for something other than personal gain, uh, a bunch of, you know, taglines that you guys just buy hook, line, and sinker every time you show up at the at the poll, you know. And she's not a partisan hack, which I love. She's a she's a humanitarian. That's a word that we should take back from the left. We should. We should take the word we should take a lot of words back from the left, in case you didn't know that. Being a wordsmith, it is it is it is maddening the the heist of vocabulary, of understanding, because from our from our words come understanding, come wisdom, come revelation. Remember the word. The word was with God, the word is God, right? The word became flesh. There's only one word that matters. And that's truth, that's liberation, that's equality, and justice for all. That's it. Those are the words that matter. If your ideology is not rooted in humanitarianism to preserve life, to preserve liberty, to preserve due process, to preserve justice, to preserve equality on the landscape of of, of this earth, in as much as it's within your power, because... We do not endow those rights to people, right? those facts of, of existence, the truth of uh, those truths of existence. We as men and women do not do that. God does. And our Constitution clearly states that. So Ms. Ramirez has been responsible for creating uh, and assisting with the creation of and, and uh, maintenance of uh, other nations' constitutions. So imagine the grief she experiences on this soil watching what's happening to us by us. Yes, to us by us. If we are being oppressed, it's because we've said yes. I don't mean to slight some of you who are, in fact, in very abusive relationships but you are continuing to say yes. And I understand that there is a physiological, spiritual, emotional, mental component to why someone remains oppressed. I get it. I have a lot of mercy. I really do. My mercy stick begins to shrink into a toothpick when I continue on in social media and all I see is pointing fingers, accusation, mockery, hateful, just divisive as hell. I mean, just crazy talk, crazy speak. 
You know, all we do is just make fun of the left, and it's so old. I just want to punch people in the face. I get so mad about it, and there's my Christ coming out. Uh, Seriously, I just, I get so, I just, I want to punch my phone when I see some of these posts where it's like, do, do you think Joe Biden's reading your tweet? I mean, is this just, is this to make everyone feel better, or do you have an actual thought that is a problem problem solving you know higher thought that is going to actually alter the trajectory the day the future of the person reading what you put on social media are you provoking people to think or are you keeping them in the spin cycle of feeling and and what i mean and hey listen i get it Sometimes I do put things up to provoke you to feel because I don't want you to become despondent, which is exactly what the goal of your global anarchists um, is, is to keep you, it's to get you to the place of despondency. Many of you are not planning to vote anytime in the near future. And I got to tell you, I don't, I don't really blame you considering what happened in, in Tennessee recently, what's happened all over the country. Are you kidding? I'm from Georgia. And so my time in Tennessee this weekend was profound. I had the distinct pleasure of uh, meeting up with a group of of men um, who are experiencing what many of you are, but interesting in Tennessee that the state is trying to um, is to grope because it is. I, you know, I use terms like this to jar you. I do because it's exactly listen. Molestation is a legal term. Get over it. It is. It's a legal term. Molesting your rights. It's 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 taking something from you that is a matter of your personal agency. So some of you are so offended when I, you know, I went to a Forsyth County meeting and apparently someone was offended that I said we had just politically been raped. Now, that's coming from me and that's not hyperbolic at all. I actually believe that. I mean, my, my vote was, was stolen. I don't know about yours. I didn't have equal protection in Fulton County. I don't know about your county. But when someone can just drop their, you know, their vote in a drop box like a freaking rented movie for the weekend and Tom, Dick, or Harry can come by and, you know, run off with the box or throw more ballots in it or do, you know, or they're dumped in dumpsters. That's not equal protection. Where's the chain of custody in that? So stuff like that should really piss you off. You should have a, you should understand that that's exactly what has happened, that we have been raped, not only digitally, but through foreign interference. I mean, on a number of levels, our agency, our personal liberties are under assault, which means that you could very easily end up a ward of your state. Do you understand that? Do you understand that every time some half-baked legislator stands up to tell you that the internet is safe for your vote to to be streamed across or to and from or have any kind of a chip that leads to the interwebs of the world, when they tell you that it's perfectly safe, they are lying. They are lying to you. And I can say that with absolute conviction and authority 
because they all know what's been going on. We all know what the facts of the data are. What do you live under a rock? So in Tennessee, you have a gross overreach, a molestation of your rights in counties as it pertains to your leadership in your election commissions, your administrators, all of that. Your state is attempting to take that from the counties. They'll tell you they're not. Those are the conversations that they want you to believe. But if you think for two seconds that your state is immune to the shenanigans that go on between technology companies, digital companies, and your, I don't care what kind of company it is, but I'm referring to the brokenness of our election grid. When I say broken, I mean complete disrepair. Okay. If you don't think that there are millions of dollars at, at various legislatures in the executive branches of your state governments, that they're not subjected to the prospect, the alleged prospect of being in bed with, with people who have everything to gain by manipulating your vote, that you are living under a rock. And I mean that with all due respect. So this weekend in Tennessee, where I, I went back, this thing, this coalition of conservatives has grown from two uh, to four counties, 12, 20. It's, it is growing daily. This is not a GOP-mandated or led effort. This is uh, conservatives who are living with their eyes wide open and they're tired of being manipulated um, and they're tired of the overreach and being lied to. Um, something also to consider is I was shocked to discover that uh, in Tennessee, especially in rural areas, that uh, you guys can only vote from like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. You need to be pounding sand about that. That needs to change right now because here's why they do that. Ultimately, it's to push you into a corner so that you choose convenience over taking an hour or two off of your lunch break or demanding that it just becomes a state holiday and you, by law, are able to take that day and go vote. But they, they're squeezing you into these into these cow pens of, well, I guess we don't have a choice. And old Representative Bob said it wasn't that big of a deal. And, you know, it's easier for us to just get online and, 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 and cast our vote. I mean, everybody else is doing it. And, and that is exactly what they'll tell you. Oh, look at all these other counties. They're wonderful. We didn't have the same problems in Tennessee that Georgia did. And we know that Georgia was only, you know, that was just a bunch of absentee ballots. That's crap. If anyone tells you that, they're lying. They're not misinformed. They're giving you disinformation. And if they're that misinformed, they damn sure don't need to be representing you in your state legislature. So there's food for thought. But I sat down in the midst of, I don't know how many people were there. It was a full room on a Saturday of, of, of elected GOP chairs from many counties and many more were online who are done 
with the state overreach. To check with your county chair and see if your county chair is part of this Tennessee coalition, but uh, Mr. Wayne Miller of Humphreys County is leading this coalition. And um, I I had a chance to not only hang out with him in video and live stream and really get the heart of people in Tennessee and what's important to people in Tennessee, and I'm going to tell you, I'm in Virginia. The same thing is important to people in Georgia, important to Tennessee, important to Virginia. You guys know that you were molested in this last election. You know that, and you know there's something wrong, and you know you're being lied to, and you know this administration's a sham. You know this pandemic is a sham. You know everything around you is a cognitive dissonant sham because you are smarter than your average fifth grader. So part of my job in running around the country right now is to bridge you to truth, to data, to facts, and uh, provide you with resources as well as highlight really great actors and bring to your awareness some of the not-so-great actors in your state legislatures and empower you primarily with hope. I'm not on here accusing people, falsely accusing people. I don't want to have a spirit of accusation, but I am just as done as you are because if you don't think that we're headed for communism at at rapid speed, you again are asleep. You've got to wake up. Now, this was from my time after our meeting with, with, with Mr. Wayne Miller, GOP, County GOP Chair of Humphreys County. All right, guys, I am back in Tennessee. I'm in Humphreys County, Tennessee, where there's been a growing coalition. Started out as two, then four, then 12, now 20. It is growing by the week, actually by the day, a coalition of GOP chairs who have gotten together, who are comparing notes of things that have been happening around the state regarding their elections here in Tennessee, Uh, election board members being removed, commissions being altered, answers not being given and ultimately there's been an overreach here in Tennessee on behalf of the state trying to manhandle the uh, counties and so today as you guys probably uh, watched on Twitter I did a live feed of the Humphrey County's meeting of over that represented over 20 different um, counties I believe today and they all got together to talk about what they're calling Governor Bill Lee to stand up and do on behalf of Tennessee with regard to the election uh, that just occurred in 2020 and all elections moving forward. So with me, I have got Humphreys County GOP Chair Wayne Miller with me, who called this meeting today. And so tell me why you called this meeting and what you're asking the governor to do and why. We called this meeting today because the individuals that were involved in the election commission at the county level have been strong-armed, and the state executive committee, the entire state of Tennessee, have been strong-armed into forcing them to use machines that have the ability to be reprogrammed. And the individuals who are not supporting this are being removed through the state election committee using threat and intimidation tactics to their fellow commissioners and threatening their positions if they don't vote them out. And so you've called on the governor uh, to declare a state of emergency. That's correct. Everything that we hold sacred in this country comes down to one thing, and that's that ballot that you take from your hand 
and you place in that box to support your thoughts and your visions on what it is to be an American. The minute that that stops, our election grid is broken. Just like Texas, when their electric grid went down, they came to Tennessee. They went to the TVA and the coal-fired plants went and they took care of the issue. We're asking Governor Bill Lee to declare a state of emergency immediately to take care of this, have it properly investigated, and have the individuals who are responsible for these alleged incongruities, to use a a, a smaller (laughs) definition, and we want them reinstated. Because there's alleged corruption here as well, is is what I've been told on the local level. Um, everything from your Secretary of State's office was notified to what's happening. All right, what's going to happen, Mr. Miller, if Governor Lee does not? I mean, what? So you you called for a state of emergency. What do you expect him to do? And and what are you prepared for the repercussions of that to be if he does not answer the call of the people? Honestly, because you guys have elected uh, the county level your GOP chairs. And so you guys represent the voice of the people, which is what my tour is about, is representing the voice of the people. Uh, Over 80 million voters voted for President Donald Trump. Most people feel as though this election was stolen in 2020, and they're not ready to move on, and you guys are clearly not moving on. I'm very proud of that fact, but you have found some incongruencies. And uh, so so what's going to be the repercussion if he does not comply? Well, we have supporting documents, not just from a couple of counties, but counties from the west all the way to the east of Tennessee. All these documents are going to be compiled, and we're going to prepare them to be sent to CISA. That way, a formal investigation can be taken care of, and the American, the people of Tennessee can have some sort of, of relief and realize that what has happened here has stopped. Because- Okay, listen, that's very important what he said right there, CISA. Okay, CISA.gov, you should go check it out. CISA.gov, it needs to be in your browser on speed dial, on speed on speed click. An arm of DHS that is responsible for all things cyber, including this election grid. So why is that important? Because we need to be utilizing agencies that are responsible for assuring that we are not being hacked, we're not being monitored. And I'm going to tell you, anything online, you may as well just assume that it is being streamed. Listen, on I haven't even seen Mike Lindell's documentary, any of them, to be honest with you. But I have seen the graphics of the latest one, I believe. And the, and the graphics of all of the lines that kind of look like, you know, like, like when you're on your Delta flight or on, ugh, sorry, <laughs> did not mean to give them a plug on my show. Uh, but when you're on your flight internationally, right, and you're crossing the Atlantic, uh, you'll see like a, uh, you know, a, a trail or it's also in the back of your in-flight magazines and you see all of the, uh, flight paths, right? Uh, you, you see the, um, you see all of the, the various places that, that, the destinations that your flights, uh, fly to, your airlines fly to. And so, it's it's like going from you know uh, uh, intercontinentally, right? And so on Mike's last uh, video on, on the last trailer, his documentary on how this election was stolen, you see these flight paths, these digital paths of information going from overseas back to America, from America back overseas uh, to other places. And what does that tell you? 
Okay, that is all cyber. That is all digital. Anything that is connected to the internet has the ability to be hacked. I don't know how much slower or clearer to say that. And if you don't think there is a very good reason that people want to hack our elections, you are asleep at the wheel and you have got to wake up. I don't care how many how many bake sales old representative so-and-so's wife has hosted. I don't care how many football games he's come to, how many boosters he's been a part of. I don't care how many times he's patted you on the butt in the back and been at a guy, at a boy, at a girl. All that's dead. That's got to go. The old guard has got to be flushed out of your legislatures, down into the sewer. And that's really offensive to some of you. I get it. But listen, stealing my country is extremely offensive to me. And allowing other people to do it because of ignorant, willful ignorance, it should not be okay with any of us. It should be criminal. So when Mr. Miller is calling you to pay attention to CISA.gov, that needs to be on speed dial for you as your states and your counties are demanding that you continue to use technology that connects you to the internet. I don't care what you're voting for. You could be voting for your local dog catcher. I don't care. The Easter Bunny. Whatever it is, whatever you are voting for on an application never needs to be, it never even needs to be taken into consideration. If you are too lazy to show up or to send in an absentee ballot or to show up on the day of your election, you don't need to vote. It's just that simple. Do you see what's happening right now to this country? Can you step outside of accusing this Biden brouhaha long enough to look at the border and see what's coming into this country And how long after this we're going to be contending with it. And understand that one of the reasons those people are crossing that border right now ad nauseum is because you have people lying to you about whether or not your machines are hackable if they're attached to the internet. Or even telling you that they're not attached to the internet at all. Which are absolute lies that have been debunked I don't know how many times in the past six months or four months. How many more experts do you have to hear from that have opened up machines and said, hey, you see this little chip right here? This little chip enables this machine to be communicated with anywhere around the globe. What does it take to do that? An internet. Let's carry on with Wayne. You found incongruencies. You found voter uh, irregularities. And primarily from what I'm hearing from people are in counties that um, had Dominion voting machines. Uh, those those were counties that had issues in it, as well as in the state of Georgia, where I'm from. Um, but so you're talking about you have documented evidence to these people are being removed forcibly from your election committees. Yes, we showed earlier an audio tape of one of the county election commissions where they actually acknowledged the fact that it was either they fire the administrator or they were going to lose their jobs. And it doesn't stop there. Uh, A group of administrators from several different counties went to the Secretary of State's office and brought 
a lot of these issues to him, and they were told to shut up and get out and don't ever bring it up again. And there you have it. Shut up, get out, and don't ever bring it up again. Now, why would your Secretary of State tell you to shut up and get out and don't bring it back up again? Why would someone be that empowered? I mean, it's not hard to figure out. It's not hard to figure out. This is a a statement that I received from Mr. Miller after the event. He says, Our conservative coalition of counties meeting yesterday was called to bring to the state of Tennessee alleged proprieties and strong-arm Gestapo tactics that are happening statewide. These tactics are coming directly from the state election commission members, Mark Goins and Trey Hargett, the Secretary of State. I started with an audio file from Henderson County with Dan Miller, who showed proof that the State Election Commission uh, was threatening county election officials if they refused to fire him from from his administrator's position. It would also show that the county election officials acknowledged the involvement of the State Election Commission to remove Dan Miller from his position. Signed and verbal approval were given to share Campbell County election members uh, and show that they were removed in the same manner. I read statements from the current elections administrator and members of the Campbell County Election Board who also acknowledged the same strong-arm tactics used in East Tennessee also. Since going live with this uh, Saturday, other counties have come forward regarding the same strong-arm tactics that the Mark Go- that Mark Goins is using to implement the ES&S voting machines throughout the state of Tennessee. Mark Ward, the current administrator in Benton County for elections, then gave his story about how he is in the process of being removed from his position and, and help others and help other individuals or, who are being threatened on the county election board um, if, they are, if they do not vote to fire him. So And how, not help, and how other individuals are being threatened on the county election board of Benton County, apparently, if they do not vote to fire him. In the video... You also hear that Mark Ward and several other county election administrators were went directly to Trey Hargett, the Secretary of State, to voice their concerns about Mark Goins and his relationship to the ESNS voting machine company. These election administrators were told by Trey Hargett to shut up, forget about it, and don't ever bring it up ever again. We're calling for every citizen in the state of Tennessee to contact Trey Hargett's office and Governor Bill Lee's office and let them know that our election grid is broken and must be fixed immediately. Our election grid must be repaired. We want to thank everyone for taking time to support this great effort to ensure that the election process allows citizens to vote safely, securely, and with 100% confidence that our votes truly will count to keep America great. Thank you all. And for those of you in Tennessee listening uh, to this who need the contact information, Trey Hargett at the state capitol is 615-741-2819. Again, that's 615-741-2819. That's Trey, T R E dot Hargett H-A-R-G-E-T-T at T-N dot gov 
your governor, Bill Lee, also, oh, well, his cell phone number is on this piece of information. So this is not me doxing. This is actually public information. 630-430-4873. Again, 630-430-4873. Email Bill L, all one, Bill L, so B-I-L-L-L, at, it looks like F-N-A-L dot gov. I don't know why that would be F-N, maybe T-N-A-L dot gov. F-N-A-L dot gov. That's the information I have for you. Now, why am I sharing all this about Tennessee? Because I, I want you to understand something, no matter where you are, no matter where you're listening from, we have got to come together as a nation to support each other's efforts across state lines. Right now, I have people in Georgia who are assisting the folks of Tennessee, who are assisting the folks of Virginia. And as I may, as I make my way around the country, I'm going to continue to connect people because that's what I do. So if you have questions about how to go forward, you find bad actors, you want to overhaul legislation, you want to uncover things, you're welcome to reach out to me at monicamatthews at protonmail.com. You're welcome to do that. I'll be happy to put you in touch with other people. Eventually, I will have things up on my site to connect you with uh, with various resources. But as for now, um, I'm happy to do that. It is extremely important for you guys to communicate, communicate, communicate with each other. If this is happening in Tennessee, most of you in Tennessee have no idea this is going on. How do I know? Because I've seen your posts on my social media and you've emailed me. So this is going on. And why is this important? Because your vote never, ever needs to touch an internet. Not even close. It does not need to be in a digital format, period. You need a paper ballot. And even that needs to be recounted a couple of times. These are very serious times, folks. If you want to end up, I mean, you... We make fun of cancel culture and gulags and all that, and it's really not funny. It's really not funny because it, it, it is, it's here. It's not even on the horizon. It's here. It is, it, is, it is upon us, and it always starts as a frog boil. I want to leave you with encouragement today that every day there are new mercies. Every day. And for all of us, for all of us, and it is God's kindness that leads people to repentance. So if you feel like you have to be the big vindicator of the world, I just want to take that off your shoulders for you and just encourage you to just lay that down, lay that down to the cross. The battle has already been won. We are called to rise up and to occupy according to lawfulness, according to actual justice, according to maneuvering and processes and procedure. There, Listen, all the answers we need are in the providence of God. The process is already put in place in this country and the procedures that we just need to show up to execute. 
It's already there. So I want you to keep hope alive. I want you to be good to your families. Be kind. Exhale before you walk into the house at night. Turn off your televisions. Stop engaging in the smut. It is designed to destroy you physiologically, emotionally, mentally, definitely spiritually. Your children are watching. Your children are listening. They're watching you. Use all of this as an amazing teaching opportunity and faith-building opportunity. I mean, that's what we have is a faith-building opportunity right now to show that good does and will always prevail over evil. Always, no matter what it looks like. All right, guys, subscribe to my YouTube channel, please, at Monica Matthews on YouTube. I'm also over at Red Voice Media, so you can catch my, my shows there as well. They'll be a little different different information so you're going to want to tune into that redvoicemedia.com uh what else is going on with me telegram twitter i've got so many things my tour i'll put up tour dates soon enough still working all that out i have recently been booked to speak at amp fest this year so i'm excited about that see you guys in october down at trump Doral. And, um, yeah, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Oh, follow me over at LinkedIn, too. I've actually started to utilize that a little bit more. (laughs) I love you, I love you, I love you, and I actually mean it. All right? If you're an American, act like one.